electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Dow S&P have a decent shot at record highs at the open, despite producer prices running a bit hot. Signs of uh, cooling in e-commerce and airline travel spend. Uh, jobless claims, that's a new post-COVID low at 375,000. Our roadmap begins with that hotter-than-expected PPI data and what it's signaling to the Fed. Plus, the FDA preparing to clear the way for vaccine booster shots for some Americans as COVID cases continue to rise across the United States. And reopening plans shifting a bit. More companies announcing delays in return to office, including our own. We'll get details on that. Jim, I guess PPI uh, really wasn't didn't come as too much of a surprise to people. No, but I think that we're all kind of uh, we're all kind of just saying, you know what, we're going to get an increase. Uh, we're getting some decent numbers. These numbers are a little too hot, but just a question of when. Uh, what I like is the idea that we, when you all know it's coming, then it just doesn't hurt us. It's the surprise that's bad. Now, Janet Yellen did in 2015, said everybody knows it, and then the commodity prices plummeted. And she, uh, well, I don't want to say she got freaked out, but she realized that maybe we didn't need it. Jay wants to be absolutely sure. And I think Jay is not dumb. He's reading the Delta numbers. He's looking at the monoclonal antibodies that, that are being, uh, the, the, you know, this is what you get when you get sick. I mean, what are they doing in Louisiana? What are they doing in Texas? They're ordering the monoclonal antibodies. Well, that's good because that'll keep them from getting sick. Right, but I'm saying that they, it, when, you are, when you get the Delta variant, if you get in immediately and, start, and get infused with the monoclonal antibody right. you're talking about. But you've got to get tested quickly. It no longer matters if you get tested once a week. That right, but what does that have to do with Janet Yellen? She's going to China. Okay. No, no, I'm saying that she, when you move too fast on rate increases, it can really hurt the economy. Jay found that out during his rookie year. During his rookie year, he was swinging at everything, right? What did he go on, like Ellen, and said he was going to raise rates? That turned to be ill-informed. <laughs> Ellen tends not to be the venue. I don't know. I mean, that would not be the best. like going on with the old days where like the Mike Douglas show. Hey, ah. you know what? That's sort of take him up. You know, so, I mean, now he's using, he's much better. Just like you knew to go on the Today Show, and he absolutely called the bottom. Just on the bottom. He just said, it. listen, this is it. We're done with this. He has he, he, he's understood that the way you get this out is use these various minions, all right, that he likes. And now he's, just, he's a seasoned pro. So he's basically said, look, when we're, when we're absolutely certain that Delta is not going to take over our country, we'll do what's necessary. But that, unfortunately, that absolutely certain is beginning to worry people. A lot of people feel that uh, we're all going to burn out 1919 style. And then there's other people who say, well, listen, there's going to be another quick flash yep. when kids go back to school. And then we'll see. He, I think that Jay's saying, why don't we wait to see? Let's well, although, wait a couple of months. Although there's been a, a trio, really, of Fed officials in the past 24 hours who say we'd rather not wait. Uh, Daly's on the tape. 
uh, Barkin saying we're closing in. And then Kaplan, take a listen to Kaplan. I'd rather take the foot off the accelerator soon uh, and reduce the RPMs uh, and as we're on more level terrain. And I think it will give us more flexibility down the road to have patience on the Fed funds rate. But, but what I don't want to do is keep running at this speed for too long, and then we're going to have to take more aggressive action down the road. Reasonable. We want to hear that. I think Kaplan's been dead right on all this thing, other than the fact that RPM has been a very bad stock, and a lot of that's because of the higher price of plastics. Uh, look, when I look at the situation, I hear all these guys say it. What that gives is the cover. I mean, when Jay says, listen, I've listened to everyone, and you know what? I'm going to have to taper a little. I, if it comes as a surprise to you, then I don't know where, where you've been. Where have you been, David, if you haven't heard this? Uh, living in, in a bunker somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah, a bunker. Yeah. Yeah. With what? Uh, kind of machine guns you have. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not that familiar with that. Well, I hope you But a lot of canned goods. What? A lot of canned goods. I think so. Like Some candy. of your favorite spam products. Mm. I like spam. I like Hormel. Remember I don't that, like Campbell's a, here. You had the pumpkin spam, didn't you? Uh, well, I'm, Am I recalling that properly? Well, get ready for the uh, pumpkin catapult that Lisa's setting up when it comes to October. Soon enough, we'll be there. Yes. But I look You get your pumpkin latte spice, whatever that's called. Okay. In the bunker, what I mean is you really, if you're a money manager or a hedge fund manager, it will not be shocked. The taper tantrum. Can we drop that? Let's just drop that from the vocabulary, David. I haven't used it. Well, no. You mean generally, but we? Yes. Okay. Not just you and me. Yes. Got it. Or And Carl. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yes. Let's Done. drop it. Okay. Next time I hear it, I'm going to tweet that that person is irrelevant. You think it's a straw man argument? Yes. It's now a straw man. I'm going to use that language. So when people say, why did you trash me? I'll say, listen, I made it clear. You should have been ready, just like the taper. Yep. You should have been ready for me to attack you for using a term taper tantrum. How do you like that? I like it. Thank you. Yeah, that was that was Randy Krosner's point yesterday is yeah. that this sort of dissent, quote unquote, gives him cover if, in fact, he needs to turn tail. It's perfect. Jay has got this thing so right. And yet person after come, person comes on and says he's not doing the job. I mean, think about what he's done. Has anyone noticed that we haven't had a not that he's doing it for the stock market, but we have not had a five percent decline in 10 months? A lot of this is because, well, he's pumping the money in because we do have real problems with the economy. Hey, listen, every day I am now getting companies that are saying things are a little bit softer. I did the work with that J.P. Morgan report that you had, uh, credit it, card data. B of A today with their own credit card chart. Again, both services and goods. Yeah, and what happens down. in September when the bountiful employment benefits come off? We all going to go uh, drive Ubers, which is what's oh, been there is still going. There is still an unmet need for employment. Right now, don't you believe? Well, I mean, there's there's still people. a lot of jobs that are empty that, well, the, that well, people are hiring for. You but get, to your point, and we were talking about this yesterday, the real-time data that a lot of people track is certainly showing things yeah. are things are starting to soften a couple of months well, out, it, maybe, in terms of plans that might otherwise have been made by, uh, that are not being made right now. Right. I mean, we see it with all these companies that are pushing back, certainly. coming back to the and office. Remember, we're not talking mid-October. Right. Secretary Raimondo, who's, a, I think, doing an unbelievable job as Commerce Secretary, is saying, when get kids to school, women will rejoin the workforce in record numbers. And obviously, we, we have to say that we've seen from Uber uh, that when people uh, get off the benefits, they go back to work. He's seen that in every, all the cities. He's made that clear. And I'm hearing that from a lot of people, that once the uh, benefits go away, people come 
look knocking. Yeah, although it's not as Wendy's, clear as you Wendy's may say saw it. it is. Well, no, it actually is. Oh, well, I'm not sure. I've it heard is Carl has said different things in terms yeah, there's of there's been conflicting. Yeah, there's been conflicting no, but when I have for current, you know, Todd Pentagor from Wendy's yep. says it's much easier to hire people when you get those. Okay, so it's split. When, Wendy's should be higher. Um, no, I mean, like, not the chart. I'm just saying the company stock should be higher. Remember, see the memes, the apes, I, when I, they got a hold I, of it? Yeah. I do. That was now, a, I try to get Todd to say it was a couple a, of day phenomena I, there. I said it was also a pump and dump. Todd would Clover, that Chamatha uh, one-time SPAC, That's briefly had a moment. That stock is well below uh, 10, I believe, again. Well, check. I just think that Todd Pentagon um, would not go there and say it was a pump and dump. So. Yeah, eight. So, yeah. Although upgraded today over at Evercore. Good. Yeah, I saw that. That was a very smart upgrade. They don't get the respect that they should. The numbers have been extraordinary there. Uh, meantime, uh, new developments regarding the vaccine, which you should know about. The FDA is on the verge of authorizing a third dose for immunocompromised people. That's according to sources who talk to NBC News. Doctors say those people are still vulnerable to infection even after vaccination because of their weakened immune responses. That approval is expected as soon as today. Gottlieb on Squawk talking about the prospect for vo- boosters and sort of how it all plays into how much time was between your first and right. second dose and how that was different at Pfizer than Moderna? Yeah, look, he's making it clear that uh, if you're immunocompromised and it's gone seven months, you got to go do something. Now, I had uh, Deb Cafario when she owns uh, senior living yes. places. Yeah, and they've had one nights ago. Yeah. Yeah, she, they've had almost no instances. The problem, you know, she says that they're the safest place. Frank Del Rio says that his ships are the safest place. Obviously, you either got to go to a senior living, David, or you go on a cruise if you want to be safe. You go on the subway. I don't hear anyone saying that's a safe place. But I believe it is if you wear a mask. I do wear a mask. Um, unfortunately, what kind? Not, do you have K95? No, I'm not. I'll get you K95. K95. I, I bought like a hundred of them. Fortunately, there are Amazon. quite a few number of people who aren't wearing masks, which How's is that possible? somewhat disconcerting. Oh, that guy who was asking about the taper. Well, him, but a, a number of other people. Yeah, number. Of people. How do you feel about that? I, I'm, I'm not happy about it. But what are you going to do? I'm not going to get in arguments with everybody, am I? Well, I don't know. No, no, you can't. But no. I've now changed. I've become much more careful again. If and I, lo- I'm going to go to Bernadette every night. That would be expensive because Eric Repair said from now on, passport. Yeah. You've got to show passport. Well, vaccine mandates at the stock exchange here, mm-hmm. McDonald's for office workers, NBC Universal, of course, our, our, our employer, uh, Capital One. So it's, FT's got a big piece today, a yeah. wave of employer mandates. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that there's been such cowardice. There's a lot of people who are afraid uh, because initially when you do it, the anti-vaxxers come out in full force and, and just, just totally intimidate you. Yeah. They can make life miserable for well, you and your company. It can. Listen, there's a lot coming at corporate America now in terms of the return to work. I mean, first, of course, it was also just dealing with what are we really going to look like? What do we feel like we need in terms of how many days a week do we want people back in full? When our workforce is telling us, and this is really the case more often than not, that they don't want to be back full time in right. the office. They want right. some sort of hybrid approach. And now you're layering on um, mandating vaccines. Some people may not want to get them for reasons that are not necessarily commensurate with what might be an exemption. And then you've got to think about firing those people or telling them that they no longer are fitting in as a result of their inability to come to the office. Well, so there's a, there's a lot. Of, I'm it's gonna not talk, easy navigating all these things, I'll be let talking, alone just the return to work itself before we had to worry about the Delta variant. Right, but I'm going to be talking to, uh, to Mr. Chapin tonight from Disney. Yes, I'm aware of that, actually. Yeah, and, I, I uh, can't say that I'm happy about it. 
Wait, you uh, want, I've been tracking it closely. No, I've been tracking it closely, and I was aware of that. Well, no, but let's get away from your personal jealousy and no, deal with the I fact that... I don't think we can. I don't think we can. All right. Look at, well, look at that lineup. That's a good lineup. Yeah. That is a good lineup. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad you got Chapik. Disney, of course, is reporting numbers after the well, bell. They are, they're worried about, you know, you got to get vaccinated if you work there. They'll give you a little time, 60 days. But you know what? Uh, I think you got to be very, very, very careful if you're Bob Jacob. He, want, Chapik, well, he wants to be as safe as possible. Come on, man. The evidence you know, lab is saying... You know, the evidence lab. No, no, they're good. The evidence lab is that's CSI. They're saying now, UBS by the, does yeah. reiterate a buy. Now, Disney data checks pointing to improvement in July. No, that's, look, listen, I think somebody I think, stamped this I think, with evidence. I, I think Disney's going to have a great quarter. I think they're going to have a great quarter. I think they have a great quarter. And I think they're doing everything right. And I think they're making the places safe. I think the parks are doing great. I think the movies are doing great. I think that the $30 Black Widow was terrific. I loved that movie. I watched it twice. Oh, so it's going to be a really easy interview you give Chapek tonight, isn't it? How do you do it, Bob? Does it ever get yeah, old, Bob? Oh, my God. Have you been watching my show? That I was so well done. I've trashed with every... With Scarlett Johansson, the back and forth there, that was really good for everybody. You're amazing. I was so mean to some people this week, I just couldn't even... Bear we, we, well, we shouldn't miss the chance to listen to what Frank Del Rio of Norwegian told you last night about vaccine mandates and leadership in general uh, around COVID. Take a listen. I'm so disappointed in, in government at the local level, state level, federal, uh, that we don't have mandates. Whatever happened to good old leadership in this country? There is a pandemic going on. Imagine if 600, 700,000 people have died of anything else in this country other than COVID. There'd be an uproar. Over 35 million confirmed cases. You ask Dr. Gottlieb, he'll tell you it's over 100 million cases. And it's got to stop. And if we don't take leadership here, this is going to go on forever and ever and ever. Well, look, Dr. Gottlieb was the head of the panel that analyzed what Frank should do for Norwegian. OK, co-chair and Fra- and Dr. Gottlieb, whom I think among us at CNBC, I keep hearing, you know, I feel has great authority, said, look, we got to vaccinate both sides. But the governor of Florida, perhaps not as good a doctor as, as Gottlieb, Right. Governor of Florida fought Frank tooth and nail to make it so that everybody who has COVID has a right to sale. There it is. The right to sale for COVID people. That's that's a standard. That's what I want from leaders. The right. What is that? What is that? I, I, I somebody running for president. I'll tell you who he that's is. That's what it is. He's like one of those Jeopardy people that got his goose egg. I'm going mad. <laughs> I have to use every analogy, but Frank Del Rio is furious because the governor tried to make it. I know. But so he, he, he was, did. And he's listen. He's a forceful proponent for it. That was well, listening there was to him. A, on, there was a justice, a, um, a, a considered they, district. You should read, read the opinion. They have the preliminary injunction against it. So they're going to be able right. to follow the mandates. But, they want to, but it's going to go to court. And when we, well, we'll see. No, he's going to win. They, he's going to win. It's right. impossible to overturn that. The go- 99%. The governor had a... a Really, the law was passed, Frank would tell you, basically to stop him from trying to get people vaccinated. Now, that man wants to be president, you know, in the worst way. I mean the worst. And I just, look, I'm taking it from a business point of view. I would rather go on a carnival than I would anybody else because he will not let children on. And children are becoming some uh, super spreaders. David? Well, Del Rio actually talked to you about the prospect of appeals and how surprised he was to hear about the state's uh, resolute 
uh, stance. Here's what he said about that. You know, we're dumbfounded and we're even more dumbfounded that after uh, the, the court's decision this past weekend that the uh, state decided to appeal. You would think that they would just, uh, you know, uh, lick their wounds a little bit and, and, um, and step aside. But uh, but no, we're going to fight them in appeals. We're seeing the same dynamic play out in Texas regarding masks right. uh, and mandates in cities like Houston and Dallas. Well, I, I think the justices, uh, re- the opinion is going to resonate. It's one of the great smackdowns. It basically says that, that the Florida governor ha- is off base on every single point and on everything from the, the notion of you have right to free speech to be able to make it so the people who are not vaccinated have every right to go on to the idea that the, the people who are not vaccinated are a protected class. She laughs at that. She says, well, how did that happen? And the idea that there's privacy, the privacy, she goes, there is a national imperative to beat this. And the governor seems to be against the national imperative. Now, another way to read it was she was saying, if you have COVID, you have every right to give it to everybody on a Norwegian cruise, including the Haven level, David, which is really nice. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. The Haven level, David, is where I was going to go before all this happened. Not the not the EMT crew, the the electric music musical crew that my daughter was on for three hundred dollars a night. Oh, EDM. 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 Now, candidly, uh, someone. Someone died on the one that she was at. Uh, jumped off. And, Thanks. Uh, Thanks for sharing. Well, I know. I'm just yeah. saying. No, we got to go. I had to gotta say go to break. it. Said it. And then nothing you've, new s- you've said plenty. <laughs> we will take a break here. Take a look at futures. There's actually a lot of calls to get to and a uh, small coterie of uh, downgrades of names like American Eagle, American Express, Visa, Virgin Galactic, and the big ones, Micron. We'll get to that after a break. You had a throat. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Sheyi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Take a look at some of the pre-market laggards. Micron's going to lead you to the downside as um, uh, Mike Morgan Stanley uh, goes to equal weight uh, from overweight. We'll talk more about the call, but the title of the report is Winter is Coming as they see a cyclical downturn beginning in Q1. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash countdown to the opening bell in a moment.
right, we got a mad dash coming up. Sorry. He can be funny, too. I swear, he really can. All right, you want to get to your mad dash? What, Utz? Yeah, okay, so Utz is a classic name, all right? It is just an unbelievably good. I love the cheese balls, David. I love the potato chips. Uh, Count me in, all right? But, David, this is what's going on in corporate America. They took the numbers. They're looking for 70, 75 cents. Now it's down to 55, 60. By the way, this was a SPAC. Why? It's here it is again. Higher transport, higher labor, higher commodity inflation. Get used to that troika of pain. Well, all right, but that gets back to our long-running debate now about transitory or not. Well, And you just said long-running. Okay, I'm going to give you another side of the trade. Let's say you own Frito-Lay. You're uh, Raymond Legrand. Yes, you're a Pepsi. And you're starting to get irritated by us. Do you think you don't have the ability to cut price, do whatever you want, make this an also, make it even more of an also ran? I am saying that, that Frito-Lay is, has unbelievable scale, and they're able to deal with this. They can deal with all three of those, with the Troika, but an outfit like Utz can't. And with a name like Utz, it's got to be good. So does that mean more of the same, or, you know, do we feel 19 is sort of reflected? It's going to be M-O-T-S. More of the same. Yeah, it's going to be M-O-T-S. All right. Get used to it, David. I mean, Campbell's had it, but these guys, and I love these guys. I've had them on every quarter because I, I love the idea that there was a SPAC that was just yeah. blah, 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 boom. Yeah. David? It's a quality. It's a, it's a quality. Report. It's a quality chip. Quality too. SPAC. It's a quality chip. I, I, uh, yeah. And Zappas. I use Zappas to that um, extent. You know what? You, you mentioned I'm going to actually give you a nice, a good SPAC story this morning. How do you like that? Joby? No, not Joby. Hold right, if you're doing if you're doing Blade. Nope. Because I, I got to get You're not going to get thing. that one either. Reason thought. They send out uh, 200,000 to 200,000 people. You better be vaccinated. And that's good because I'll tell you, I didn't want to go on a Blade because how do I know that the other people in the helicopter no, you gotta are, know. Are, are, you know? got to know. They could be like the subway with you. All right, we got an opening bell coming up five minutes before we get started with trading right here at the New York Stock Exchange. By the way, don't forget, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. We mentioned that downgrade of uh, Micron earlier this morning as Morgan Stanley cuts to equal weight. They go to 75, Jim. They were at 105 as they see Q1 really turning on a macro level, turned, was, at least from memory. This was a fabulous report. Uh, very long. I mean, a little bit of war and peace to it. But it did say, listen, don't fade the group yet. But the rate of this is a difficult it's like a calculus term. But the rate of rate of change. Second derivative. Second yeah. derivative is showing that you've got to get out of these stocks now. It's a classic piece of research that unless you think this time is different and Micron is more secular, which is what the company would would tell you, uh, then this is the end. Uh, For this particular part of the cycle, they do come back. Uh, I don't particularly like DRAMs. I don't think that this is wrong. This stock acts terribly. But people have to recognize he's not talking about NVIDIA. NVIDIA is a different story. NVIDIA is more related, David, to your world. And arm holdings and what's going to happen. 
You think? Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, other than NVIDIA, there are very few uh, people who study these antitrust matters and believe that they are going to get the necessary approvals from both the U.K. and China. Uh, we'll see. What does that mean for we will see. For the company well, that had the dumb Uber. SoftBank would like to realize the, the uh, benefits and monetize, monetize the asset. There's is no SoftBank doubt. Is SoftBank an issue in this market? I don't know. I, honestly, I, got, I would need to do, you know, m- make more calls. Um, what? What are you shaking your head like that for? Well, but I think that you should make more calls. Okay. If the problem is getting people to call you back. Well, you got to give them your number. And I've, I've, I've had a hard time with that. No, I, the reason why I, I concentrate on the soft bank, Carl, is that we have still not found out why they needed to dump so furiously. You've had this question Uber. for a few days like, What now. is that? Like, hey, let's go sell a lot yeah. of Uber? No. Someone must have said, you know what? Maybe we need a cash cushion. Yeah, there are still some questions about the sale of the 45 million shares of Uber. Uh, obviously, we know SoftBank has been hurt by their position in Didi, by Alibaba, which they still own a very sizable amount of. Uh, Masa would tell you, listen, the value of SoftBank versus the value of our assets, it's still, we're still well below. Um, but you're right. They also have T-Mobile shares, don't forget. And that is something else that at some point they could uh, monetize. They have Boy, that agreement actually with Deutsche Tell to sell it a, 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 a good amount of them at a specified price. And they have others that they don't have to sell at a specified price because that price is below the market price. But they have a lot of levers to pull. But, but it's, you're, you're, it's worth digging in a it's little quizzical. bit on. And arm, Jim, may not happen. So I don't know what they do after that. This is big word for me. Yeah. Uh, by the way, up. opening bell this morning at the big board, it's uh, chip maker Rockley Photonics celebrating a listing via SPAC at the NASDAQ. It's uh, Southern States Bank Shares celebrating an IPO. We haven't really gotten to Sonos, Bumble, Palantir, eBay, guys. Okay, the uh, eBay, by its own admission, had some weakness. Uh, I do believe you have the CEO of eBay coming on. Yes, That'll be do. valuable. Jimmy, I know. Uh, because they said it was a slight miss. And, and there, now there's the issue here is promoted listing volumes. Uh, they're saying, listen, don't worry about it. We made money. But the volumes are down and down significantly, I think. Uh, when it comes to Bumble. Well, they had they, tough comparisons at eBay and the stock is actually up. But they did. You're right. I mean, it was, you know, a year ago, everybody was at home. Right. Buying and, stuff and, well, online. Well, that's the problem with a lot of these is, yeah. is that, you know, we look at the, I've had all these companies on all the time. But, you know, what's an opening story is Bumble. And uh, I, I look forward to speaking to them because they have a premium tier that's doing incredibly well. Uh, just a, it's down. Unforgiving market. Yeah. Okay, because that was a good quarter. I'm sorry, I'm not going to back away from that. Sonos, if Sonos is down, that's the end. Okay, because Sonos's quarter was by far the best of the night. And thank heavens, at least it's up $3. I love that quarter. Palantir, big revenue boost. That's an ape stock. Yes. Uh, they don't tell you much, though. It's one page. Well, it's a black box, David. Even we don't know what they're in. I actually went to look for the filing, uh, but it hadn't been filed yet. Um, so all you're going to deal with on Palantir is one page. Uh, they, I don't know if, how much. I mean, it gives you some numbers. Well, there's a big And it handout. gives you an outlook. Go look at the hand- handouts. Very good. Oh, I didn't see the handout. Okay. There you go. I, I have the handout. I'll give it to you during the break. Look at him. He's always more prepared than I am. Uh, Palantir... Um, with this move today, is going to go back into the back into the black for the year. Well, that's important because this is a, a stock that represented uh, a whole new class of companies that were, I'll call them wood. This was like an original Woodstock. Was remember it was a direct listing, so they didn't actually raise 
capital through the sale of the stock, but they obviously had a lot of selling shareholders. I think that because it had been a private company for what twenty years. I mean, very long period of time. You know, that it sat in private hands. A direct listing that reports next week that I'm very interested in is Roblox. I, I think that this could be that last quarter was disappointing. I say that this could be a quarter that might work for them. Stock was up six crazily last week, but that's a uh, one to watch. That's uh, August 16th. Roblox is my pick uh, in the CNBC contest that we had. That you, really? Yeah, that was my pick. I'm up nicely. So that was far. your pick? What, yeah, in like the draft? Pick. That draft? Yeah, the draft. What'd you pick? Well, I got the 10Q from Palantir. It's out. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, there is, with Sonos, comes a move to buy uh, Best Buy. Uh, this is, again, uh, AZEC, by the way. These are all things that make it so that your house is nicer. Uh, AZEC with a, up $2.80, up to $7.49. I use AZEC my house after doing wood deck three straight times. I decided to go to theirs. That's Jesse Singh. He's done a fantastic job. He's out of 3M. So you've got that remodel trade is back on. Okay, and I think that's important because uh, home is where the money is. Well, it doesn't hurt that lumber prices are now lower than they were on Election Day. Well, uh, that, that, that market definitely caught up. I think that Lenar is an unbelievable good stock to own here. I think the Toll Brothers, I typically do not recommend the housing stocks at this point in the cycle. But Toll Brothers has been, is, is a really interesting place. Ten times earnings, great balance sheet, and a CEO, Doug Yearly. I would put in the top... He's, I put him in, in uh, that top quadrant. Top my, quadrant. My magic quadrant. Yeah? Yeah. You got a lot what? of people in that quadrant. Well, not that many. No? No. What do you think was the best performer yesterday in terms of actual numbers? That was the rule of, the rule of 140, not the rule of 40. I don't know. State it in the form of a question. You got a <laughs> doximity. Oh, yes. And that is one amazing company. And a lot of the, do you remember all these people that were detail people? My wife was a detail person for Letterly. And uh, this is where the doctors are now getting advertised. This is the, people are reaching, the medical companies or pharmacies are reaching docs through this. Yeah. And detail people cost a fortune. My, um, my wife was selling um, hmm. wrestling, David, wrestling. She was selling wrestling. In the end, she was selling wrestling. What is for, wrestling for? Uh, wrinkles right here. Okay. And that was for um, a company called Medicis. She was crushing it. She had Brooklyn and the Bronx. And, well, now they would probably just advertise with Dr. Simony. So they've gotten rid of the entire, chart. the entire sales force. No, well, you don't have to get rid of the entire sales force, but I think that my wife would have been replaced by Dr. Simony. Oh, we had the CEO on Tech Check yesterday. Uh, yeah, did. it's proving to be a sticky platform. And, uh, I mean, this went... Uh, you and this Came to market at, what... Opened at 41 last June? Yeah, this is a great, great company. It's one of the few that almost any, if you go to a high-level doctor, they're going to say, I love Doximity. And one of the features it has that I think is remarkable is you can make a call from Doximity if you're a doctor, and it blocks your number. So doctors who are often frequently bombarded, if they give you their number, this allows you to call your patient, and they don't see your phone number. Interesting. Interesting. No, Excellent. Revolutionary? What? What do you want me to say? I'm going with interest. If you had an ounce of enthusiasm about this, they're, they're enthusiastic. They're, they're enthusiastic. You know, it's funny. I mentioned the SPAC that was going to be up, I, I, but perhaps a lack of enthusiasm. It looked like uh, Cano Health. This was a Sternlich SPAC. Um, 
and the company is interesting. They run um, primary care provider for uh, seniors and underserved communities, um, and they did announce numbers that were better than expected. They gave a guidance that was, it stocks okay. up 3%, but it looked like in the early going, Jim, it was going to be up about 10%. Um, interesting stats, though, okay, in, in another area that you care about, which is they have, you know, they have uh, obviously a lot of practice down in Florida. And as of August 9th, they've observed a seven-day average of 14.3 cases compared to a seven-day daily average of 24 cases at Canoe Health's pandemic peak. So they're doing much better than the state in keeping their population uh, both vaccinated and not getting sick. Um, only 7.5 COVID-19 hospital admissions per 1,000 as compared, again, that's, to a pandemic oh, peak of 21.2. Really and that's 50% lower than the senior population in Florida overall. That's very good. Yeah. So they're, they're touting those numbers. This market, though, likes low price earnings multiple stocks. And uh, also likes stocks that are, that where the yield curve might be going a little bit more, you know, a little inflection there. J.P. Morgan. Look at the stock of J.P. Morgan. That stock was at 151 just a few days ago. It's back to 162. Now, it's expensive there, but... It is. I mean, some of the financials overall, I keep... I mean, Morgan Stanley creeping up on a, on a $200 billion market well, value. Gorman is now... He's got a service revenue stream, David. Right. It's I mean, not just... The he deserves a 14 He's a service Vance, company. And they use some stock for those, yeah? Well, he's yeah. a... And each, that, this is getting a... Right. It, it doesn't have a service multiple yet. No. That's why it's going to go higher. All-time so. highs for both uh, MS and GS. Yes. As Goldman crossed 400 and left it in the dust a couple weeks ago. Stock right? was at 200 not that yeah. long ago. They, uh, their model is turning out to be a lot less uh, episodic, is the word that I say to David Solomon. But that's what they're trying to, to do. And they're also trying to Look, communicate that to the investment community. I mean, their well, line I mean, is basically, hey, there's a Blackstone hidden inside Goldman Sachs. I, I've been communicating. They've been using you to communicate. Well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a mouthpiece for them. Yes. For Disney, I'm a mouthpiece. Yeah. Who else am I a mouthpiece for? It's, it's a very long list. <laughs> <laughs> you know the S&P 500. Uh, I'm listening. I'm looking forward to the Chapik interview. Yeah. I am. What do you, I am. Right in the, <laughs> one of these I'm, days, right in the kisser. Yeah, right yeah. in the to kisser. The, to the moon? I mean, yeah, to, to the, the moon, moon. Alice. Yeah, if you just want to sit here and irritate me all day. Really? Because earlier you implied that I don't ever make calls. I, I got the implication there on the oh, thing, all right? So you're coming back at me a little bit today. Well, I just think you pushed my buttons. I yeah, today. Yeah, you well, you, you know, you know how to push mine too. This is a lot. By the way, I was watching tape yesterday. I uh, was in, in of us from 20 years ago. Do you know this has been going on for over 20 years? 20 years, yes. Yeah. Of you being, you know, snide yeah. and, and you know, being more than 20 doing years that ago. Stuff which like he, 20 years ago, he was like, I wish I had it. We'll show it. Some. It was hilarious. You look exactly the same, by the way. Oh, come on. You look younger. And that's why I was calling you John Garfield. Yeah. Body and soul. Doesn't he look like Garfield, uh, body and soul? God. You know, Garfield, because they nailed him as a communist, which he really wasn't, was a daddy very young age. It was a tough time. Yes, uh, it tough was. Tough time in Hollywood. You know, speaking of blowing through 400, Moderna is trying to find some legs here, Jim. After Between it and uh, BioNTech, $60 billion in market cap lost in a couple of days. Yeah, that's been brutal, and I think that it's now heavily shorted. Uh, and can't seem because of its price. Maybe the mean people, the apes, have not endorsed it. The apes are doing everything they can to keep a couple of other stocks in the air. They must be happy with Palantir. I mean, on Moderna, Jim, how do you, you know, where, I don't know what the, listen, the business is amazing. The stock is one of the great performers that we've seen. It's still up 450% over the last 12 months. But uh, it was just the other day I was saying it was bigger than Merck. Now it's right. $40 billion 
below Merck's well, market well, I mean, The stock's been erratic. I, I don't understand why people just don't buy Pfizer. Now, Pfizer had an awful patent cliff. Uh, 2024, people are very worried. But now Pfizer has all kinds of money. They can buy whatever they want and therefore eliminate the patent cliff. I think That's Fi- why- Pfizer finally got past its 20-year high. Really? Yeah. You look oh, at that's right. Years, that was the Viagra high. If you look at a 20-year on Pfizer, yeah. The semis finally, finally broke out. The semis are down hard. Hold on. I want to. I like looking at a Pfizer 20-year because I know it drives them crazy. Who? Pfizer. What's a Viagra stuff? Yeah. Remember, I was with you. Is that it? I was only set the, with is you. Is that the 20-year? Uh, you were making yeah. fun of me. Yeah. Uh, when they had the Vi- Viagra breakout. Right. Pfizer and Yahoo broke out at the same time. That's right. Right. I remember same that. Time. That's right. Then Mark Cuban decided to sell Broadcast.com for $5.2 billion in I'm Yahoo stock. I'm calling that timely. Oh. And collared it. Smart guy. But you don't know what the rest of his life is. I mean, they, you know, there's no reason to be jealous of a guy <laughs> no. who's cool looking and rich. and Went and bought a basketball a team, team at the right time. You don't have to be jealous, David. There's no reason to be jealous of that guy Absolutely. who has, is unbelievable in Shark Tank. And, and also, it's really funny. To be and has nice the greatest. You, David, there's not a single reason. To envy him. Not one. I like that. Not one. Not one. Not one. The thing about Mark is he'll still sit down and ask you a lot of questions. He's always trying to learn. Mark's great. I had him in Indiana when I do my college tour, and he did a baseline shot. Boom. Right because, in. Nothing but net. Yeah, right. Nothing but net. Yeah, that doesn't and, surprise But that's not a reason to be jealous of. <laughs> You're right about Micron, though. That's going to take you back now to December oh, uh, as it approaches man. 70. Well, I mean, the company, historically cyclical, a lot of people felt this time would be different. Uh, when I talked to Marocha, uh, Sanjay's, first of all, he's fabulous. But they've spent a lot of money to try to make it so that their chips are no longer what I call dumb chips. Some people call them full-feature chips. Mm-hmm. But in the end, there's a tipping point, and we've reached it. Before the it's please don't sell every semiconductor off that. The semiconductors are no longer... Look, it's not like us. Where are the chips or chips? Right. Uh, well, Qualcomm uh, got a price target increase at Canaccord. They go to 225. Three upgrades, Qualcomm, to price boost. Qualcomm's the one to buy. If it goes down to 144, I'd buy that one because it has nothing to do with these others. Yeah, Intel, yeah. by the way, versus advanced... You know, we still know advanced micro has a bit of a, hang, a meme hangover when the apes went crazy on that, thinking that it was not... didn't understand the concept of arbitrage, David. No, they didn't. Short the acquirer, yeah. Yeah. The, um, the ape, apes have been doing very funny pictures of me. Really? That are, yeah, they're li- deliverance-oriented. It's, it's a, it, with love, right? It's a sign oh, of, sign it's of all, affection? Oh, it's always done yeah. with love. They really yeah. don't like you. I just think those deliverance pictures don't really add up to much, frankly. No, they don't. No. It's disgusting. It's misogynist. And if I were Ned Siegel... Right now, whom I do love, Ned, let me just get him on the phone. Mm-hmm. I think he should have, have a person who just looks at what they post and deletes them. Because I, the misogynist nature of it, the scatological nature of it, is unforgiving and it's going to hurt Twitter's brand. Twitter has lagged. Uh, and got, got a new font, at least. Yes. You see that? Yes. Yep. New font. And we all like it, but it's time for them to put some, to have concierge service, which I begged him, where I've been willing to be able to pay more in order to be able to be sure that these people cannot ever be on this site again. And every time I've asked for concierge service, it's a, it's a difficult issue. But Ned does a fantastic job, and Twitter is great. It's just that they have that one problem. 
It's a big problem. Yes. It is a problem. It is a problem. Yeah. Twitter also at a multi-month, well, maybe at well, almost a six-week low uh, at 64. Uh, so even though we're down a few points, we're really not that far from record highs on the Dow, at least. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Hey, Bob. Hello, guys. Uh, we are essentially at new highs. And I know it seems quiet out there, but actually there's a lot going on, a lot of percolation and rotation going on beneath the surface. Just take a look at the sectors right now. Banks have had a very good week overall. They're the market leaders trending up really since the jobs report as interest rates have trended up. Materials are having a good week overall. There is some legs in that infrastructure trade, even though most of it happened earlier in the year. <clears throat> Industrial is also doing well. Tech has been lagging because interest rates are a little higher. I'll show you that in a minute. Right now, everybody's talking about just two things. One is the variant and the impacts, and the other is interest rates. So right now, the market is still acting like we are going to go towards peak variant, as people like to call it, in the next several weeks. Who knows if that's the case, but the market's acting like that. As for interest rates, they're trending higher here. And as a result, some things are changing. We continue to see strong momentum in home improvement, in banks, industrials, uh, in materials, and some downward momentum in the consumer staples names. I would say tech is stable to slightly to the downside. Let me just show you what I mean, put some flesh on the bones here. Consumer stocks here, big momentum uh, in Costco and Sherwin-Williams still and Nike. Uh, Walmart, one of the few consumer staples names that's really been doing well, but that's the exception in the consumer staples group. Financials are doing well because interest rates are rising. We're seeing some uh, funds doing well, actually. T. Rowe Price has been doing great recently. That's one of the leaders in low-cost, no-load funds doing well. NASDAQ has been doing really well recently. And, of course, you mentioned the banks, Morgan Stanley, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, also having a nice quarter. This is on the quarter so far. The big industrial and material names, Nucor and Dover, Textron, and Deere. They've been having a great time. And who knew there was legs left in that infrastructure trade? Surprisingly, Martin Marietta and Vulcan have moved up in the last uh, couple of weeks. A lot of people thought that play was exhausted, but there's still some legs left in that infrastructure play. Uh, What we're seeing downward momentum in the last uh, couple of weeks is in consumer names. So uh, the liquor companies are not doing too great. Constellation, Brown Foreman, uh, Kraft Heinz, Clorox, Campbell Soup, all looking considerably softer. Uh, perhaps no surprise there is the economy tends to reopen these stocks. This makes some sense as a, as a play uh, have been waning for quite some time. The big debate is around tech. Uh, tech is sensitive to higher interest rates. So it's been either side, and I'm, I'm talking the last several weeks to see how this plays out, since really the jobs report came out. So PayPal, Intel, NVIDIA, Broadcom, Microsoft, the super mega caps have been a bit stronger, Microsoft and Apple, for example. But either side of positive or negative, let's say that that debate uh, is not yet over again. I think the key here, Carl, is higher rates have basically helped the market look through the whole Delta variant story. And that's been a, a major story. On the Delta variant, still slowing, not derailing the recovery. And the key question is, what exactly do you mean by slowing? You can change behavior without going through lockdowns. And that's what we're debating right now. How much are we changing behavior? Carl, back to you. Very true, Bob. Very true. Thank you, Bob Pisani. Still to come this morning, earnings, e-commerce trends, and the pandemic. A first on CNBC interview with the CEO of eBay. Uh, But first, time for the bond report. Take a look at how treasuries are doing ever since we got PPI just over an hour ago. Ten-year is hanging in there at 137. Pretty good auction, of course yesterday. And across the Atlantic, some new data showing that Eurozone industrial production fell unexpectedly in June and the UK economy grew 4.8 in Q2 after a decline in Q1. Dow's down 35. We're back in a moment. I didn't. I didn't.
Bank of America out with a chart today looking at uh, the decline in credit card spend, and they point air- out airlines specifically. Uh, the biggest deceleration continues to be in spending on airfare, which we think reflects concerns over the Delta variant. A lot of the legacy carriers down 1% to 2%. We'll get stopped trading with Jim in a moment. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. I earlier mentioned that don't sell on video off the Micron call. Well, today, uh, Jensen Wong is going to be able to get the highest honor, honor for uh, in the semiconductor industry. He's going to get the Robert Noyce Award. Robert Noyce, of course, was a founder of uh, Intel. And this is the type of thing that happens when you really are the best of the best. And if you take a look at the stock of NVIDIA, it reflects the man I call Da Vinci and what he's accomplished for people. So don't sell that off a of Micron, for heaven's sake. And don't worry if they don't get armed. They're going to do just fine. All right. Uh, you got Disney tonight. Yeah, which I got to suck up to. What did you say? That? <laughs> Jesus. Now you're going to be tough. Now you're going to be tough. Bob Chapek, Whitney Wolf heard from Bumble, David. That's a service for if you want to meet someone. I know you're not there. No. And David, folks, by Brunswick, you can't even get a boat till 2023, but the stock doesn't get the respect. It's like Rodney Dangerfield with somebody who used to not get the respect. Then I have David Faber on from a picture from 20 years ago that I just tweeted. Yeah, now I want to see this video. Yeah, it was pretty funny. We'll I, was looking, I was looking through the old uh, archives yesterday. Was it like reminiscing when you're near the end? I'm closer to the end than the beginning, <laughs> my friend. Back nine, they call that, David. <laughs> yeah. If you played golf. If I played golf, I, I would be. Anyway, I mean, what can I say? Uh, David's right. No more free passes. Talk to some of the people I interviewed this week who were like, well, <laughs> when I finished, like <laughs> you surprise them sometimes. That's for sure. They're on the canvas. They don't see that left coming the, out of nowhere. People on the canvas, David. Yeah, yeah. When you know, when you have a plan, all right, doesn't mean anything. Well, that first punch hits you. Gonna be too tough on Chapek. He'll come with me next time. <laughs> Jim, we'll see you tonight. I can't wait. Uh, Mad Money, six p.m. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.